0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
1: The draft is upon us. It begins on Thursday where all of the teams, well, most of the teams will make a first-round pick. Um, some will not make a first-round pick. <laughs> so that brings me to the Arizona Diamondbacks. I am Allison Futter, and I'm here with Steve Gilbert. And uh, Steve, as we know, uh, the Diamondbacks do not have their first-rounder because they signed Zach Ranke So that is the price you pay. For getting the best free agent in the history of the world, Um, so their first pick will be the 39th overall, which is not terrible. They also have a second rounder, 52nd overall. So it's not going to be—they're not going to have the cream of the crop here. But tell me a little bit about what they might be looking for as they uh, try to stock their system.
0: Well, so it's so hard to know who's going to be available at 39. It's such a difference from where they were last year when they were picking first overall. They knew they were going to have whoever they wanted, and, and this year they're at the mercy of, uh, of all 30 te- all, of, sorry, all of the 29 teams, um, plus, <laughs> plus some others before it gets to them at, at 39. So um, they'd certainly like to add maybe some more up-the-middle uh, depth in their system. Uh, catching has been something that they've needed to add. But, again, when it comes to, to picking 39, they're going to try to take the best best available player at that point, and that's kind of the way they're setting up their
1: board right now. Um, so do they feel how do you feel, tell me about the the diamondback system um how do you feel about it they've got they've taken a, a hit for some of the the trades that they've made, some of the deals that they've done. um what do you see like in the upper levels i mean is it a healthy system
0: well, i think it it's certainly not as deep as it once was, but I think it's probably not as uh it's also not as bad as as people make it out to be now um they do have some some guys archie Bradley's, uh pitching again today as we speak and pitching well. Um, he's a guy that's come up and helped them. They still have uh, Braden Shipley, their first-round pick from a few years back. Um, he's uh, he's getting ready to be uh, here shortly. Um, they've got Zach Godley. They've got some other uh, pitching prospects, Taylor Clark, that they picked uh, two years ago. So uh, last year, sorry. So they they still do have prospects. It's just a matter of some of the high-profile ones that they've dealt the last couple of years um, have gotten a lot of attention.
1: Okay, uh, and I. I... I've been looking a little bit at um, some of the coverage recently. I like Tony Ruth's comments. Um, I found them to be very uh, straightforward and somewhat humble just about how, like, they're just as frustrated as everybody else, um, that they are not uh, happy with what's been going on at the major league level, that they're uh, not necessarily impatient, but they're, you know, they're not pleased. Um, so I guess that's kind of the overall feeling, like they're sort of waiting for this thing to get turned around, um, but it seems to be going the wrong direction.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things, and, and, and it's been hard for Tony um, because he's looking and he's, he's with the team almost every day. So I think he said there have been three, maybe four days since the start of spring training that he hasn't been around the team. So he feels like, you know, he likes what he's seeing from the coaching staff, what the coaching staff is telling the players. He likes the effort level out of the players. Um, it, it, they're just not getting the results. And I think that's what's frustrating because it's hard for them to kind of put their. Finger on just what exactly is, is wrong. Um, so I, definitely, there's frustration, and, and you know when fans talk about urgency, and you know the Diamondbacks are you know not taking not not taking proper urgency with all of this, or they need to make changes. I mean, uh, you and I both know that there's nobody that's less patient than Tony La Russa when it comes to losing. So um, it, it's not a matter of uh, of being complacent. It's just a matter of not exactly knowing what the, the, the the actual fix is or being able to, to correct it right now at this point in the season,
1: and we do need to say that Zach Greinke had a very very good outing recently. His first, um, was it his first shutout in, in like uh, three years? Yeah, so he's he's pitched,
0: he's in, he's pitched really well uh, his last two starts, um, so he's picked it up that way. And there have been signs from the offense. I mean, they they dealt Jake Arrieta his first loss since last July twenty fifth uh, when they were in Chicago. So. Um, that's the thing, this team does show signs at times of, of being the team that it was during spring training and, and that was expected. It's just been hard for them to kind of carry that over with any kind of consistency.
1: Yeah, I was reading about Robbie Ray. I thought it was interesting that he just struggles in the middle inning. He's very strong first time through the order, second time, and then it gets kind of rough. Um, the light bulb in my head went off. That's usually what they say about a guy who is about to be converted into a reliever. Do you think that there's any chance that they would make him a reliever in the future if he can't? sort of get past that like third time through the order?
0: Possibly down the line, but I don't think this year. He's one of those guys that is especially uh, tantalizing and frustrating to, I think, the organization at the same time. They look at a left-hander that can throw in the mid-90s and have some good secondary stuff, and they're waiting for him to be able to put it all together. And, and what happens to him is he just isn't very efficient with his pitches, and so his pitch count uh, goes up, and even when he's pitching well, um, he doesn't get to, to pitch much more than five innings. And then uh, a couple of his starts, and the most recent one that you referenced, where he got to the fifth inning and then um, it kind of fell apart for him. So uh, he's one of those guys that just makes them just kind of so frustrated because they see the potential that's there. Um, and it's a matter of trying to get it out of him. And, and so far uh, it's still a, a work in progress.
1: So let's just go over a couple of injury updates. For Shelby Miller, he's uh, about to make another rehab start. So is he getting pretty close, maybe rejoining the rotation?
0: Yeah, he said today when we talked to him uh, that he was going to start for Visalia on Thursday, and then uh, he thought he might be ready then to be activated. Chip Hale made it sound like um, when he starts for Visalia, they're going to try to get him up to 85 pitches, and they'd like to have him up to 100 pitches before they activate him. So it sounds like he could have to make one more uh, rehab start after this one against Visalia. Um, but, again, that depends on what they've got going up and at the big league level, too. So um, we'll, we'll have to just kind of wait and see after this uh, outing on Thursday how he comes through it and, and what their needs are up here.
1: Okay, we will keep our eye on that. I still feel like these guys have a run in them, so I will uh, wait patiently for that to happen. So, um, Enjoyed the draft, Steve. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week.
0: Always a pleasure, Allison. Thanks.